This podcast is sponsored by the Club Women's Network. It can be lonely working for yourself, so this online support and learning network is here to help women learn what they need to know to stay in business. They meet online twice a month and in-person meetups too. They teach you everything from reels to financial forecasting. For more information, check out theclubwomensnetwork.com. Hello and welcome to the Mum Mind podcast, helping parents navigate the murky world of screen time at the moment. I'm Steph McSherry. I'm Bethan O'Riordan. And if you'd like to know more about us, we've popped all our relevant details in the show notes. Absolutely. Answers on the back of a postcard. So we are part two of our screen time uh, episodes. It's a big topic. It seems to be a hot topic at the moment. And we wanted to make sure that we covered it in as kind of as broad a way as we could. So last week we talked about perhaps the younger end of the, the screen time use when parents are using it and to be mindful of how they're using it. I was going to ask you, because I know quite a few families that would be very strict on screen time or very vocal about that there's no screen time. And I was wondering, does that turn into a bit of a thing then? It's almost like the forbidden fruit. Yeah, I mean, every family is different, but I have met so many families who have tried to be really, really, really strict about gaming or being on this thing when when we're talking about being on screens here I mean probably more so gaming and snapchat and phones than I do being on tv although being on tv because being on tv is kind of a different level of stimulation I'm thinking about watching like a nice relaxing program like postman pat or yeah. bake or bake off for the yeah. older kids or something or you movie know, just, is you know a big family yeah. experience is very different yeah so I'm kind of breaking it up in my mind that way I think often parents are trying to manage something and it comes out through screen time but they mm-hmm. want their kids so most kids who come off screens I mean tell me how it goes for you well you don't have to actually always you can be private you know if you ask a a child to come off screens it takes a long time for a child to get to the point where they're like no problem I feel like I've had enough now yeah you know yeah and there must be there must come a point like I know my daughter is in sixth class she's the only girl that doesn't have a phone Mm. and that's that hasn't mm, and I'm not that doesn't mean she doesn't get screen time by the way that means you know she's using other devices or other people's devices it just means she doesn't have an actual phone for herself for herself and that wasn't a big decision in this house it's just the way it happened but like I also know kids that come to the house that perhaps their parents would be very strict about sugar or treats or Mm. healthy eating and dear god if you know if my kids are having a treat and it's coming out because it's friday this child is like are you the crack dealer steph is this (laughs) what you're telling it's like okay (laughs) relax there yeah yeah, but you can tell they're probably not allowed sugar at home does it work like that a little bit oh oh i'd love to give like a clear answer to this stuff i would i think it's all isn't everything a conversation you see here's this is this is how I see it in my mind, in my parenting and in the therapy room when I'm meeting the teens who are agonized that they can't have more screen time. And then on the flip side of that, the teens that get four hours on Snapchat every day after school and then can't sleep 
there is a conversation there's something in the mm. middle isn't there so it's about helping your um helping your child figure out well what is it you want to do on screen time what is it you want to do today and again this takes time so are you going on fortnight to hang out with your pals for a little bit after school and have some fun great well to do that you have to make sure your friends are going to be online before you've used up your screen time because this is a really common thing that parents are right you can have half an hour after school and you want to play with your friends online fine but the half hour is up and oh my god worst case scenario the friends didn't even make it online or they only came on two minutes ago so it's really about helping children manage this it's a conversation around what are you up to today is it that you just want to look through some TikTok videos and do a bit of dancing by yourself? Do you want to go on Snapchat and chat to the girls? Are you going to do your homework online? This is something that I know mm. some kids do. Are you going to have like a group homework chat through Snapchat? Okay, well, that might take an hour. And if your screen time is half an hour, what are you going to do there? So all of this is the conversation. I think one big problem, and this is where people may start throwing rotten tomatoes at their phones or wherever they listen, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, I am not a big fan of managing time children have on technology remotely. Like, I'm not a big fan of the apps that parents have or children have or parents, whatever, of... Um, turning devices off after a certain time right you get an hour a day you get two hours at the weekend and then you get no more because children don't need their lives managed remotely children don't need their lives managed in an online way this needs to be a conversation around helping your child figure out well, it's like when they go to the playground, what do you want to play with today or where do you want to go today? It's the same with the online And you don't space. get grab them off the swing and say, right, that's it, it's home time. You say, there's well. five, oh, you might. <laughs> yes. there's, you know, we're, we've got five more minutes. What's the last thing that you want to go on? Absolutely. Is there yeah. anyone you want to say bye to and have one last play? What do you want to do? So, and while you're taking a little sip of water there, that, that reminds me of when you have a younger child you know, if there's a meltdown when you are taking that child off a screen, sometimes it's helpful to bridge that gap. So when mm. they're immersed in Postman Pig, let's just say, they're in that world. They are completely immersed. I'm sure you've had that experience where you're calling a child and they you think they can hear you, but actually they're so in that world, yeah. they can't hear you. Or my kids calling me when well, yeah. I have been on my phone accidentally yeah. around them. Do you know, just being really honest about but it. But you need to bridge that gap, which means, yep. I'm just picturing a younger kid that's watching one of those colorful children's shows, you know, that you go in, arm goes round snuggle up for a bit oh is that postman pig what's he up to today so then you're slowly bringing them out of that world having a little chat about oh did he fall off the bridge oh my goodness okay we've only got a couple of minutes i'm making it up two we've only got two say, minutes. what an idiot <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah, we've got we've got two more minutes and then we're gonna have to go and do this so you haven't just said right screen time's up we're done Blah! <laughs> you know yeah they yeah can't and I think cope with that 
And, and, and so I just want to uh, go back and say I was saying what an idiot postman pig is, not what an idiot yes. Steph is, but falling <laughs> off the bridge. Um, because I was thinking that's exactly what one of my kids would say to me. What an idiot. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but this is what people call mindful parenting, right? Is okay. how can I get into the world of my child? And it's very simple. You have to, uh, I mean, that's. Get in there with them. Yeah. And I don't, and, and and I'll be honest, when I first became a mom, I didn't really know how to do that. I didn't, oh, it was a funny creak. I didn't really know how to get into the world of my child. I just wanted to manage them. Mm. I wanted to get through the day in a very tiniest manner. And I, yes. I didn't really know how to get into the world with them. So I think that's a lovely example. You sit by them, you ask them about something. And sometimes I do that with my kids. And sometimes they look at me like, Mom, would you just stop talking? I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> or they're like, they're like, you know, Mom, you know. And but and and then and 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 you you absolutely hit the nail on the head but that doesn't then mean they're gonna go oh yes pass me the remote I'll turn off the telly mommy what's yeah. for dinner I'll eat all my vegetables too you know like yeah uh, and it, it can it, still be that conversation of like I know it's really hard to leave the cartoons because they're so fun but we're gonna have them again later or tomorrow or whatever and um, mm. for right now we need to go and do whatever it is you know yeah telly off you have remote control yeah you're Don't the start parent. Goes, yeah. yes so this so this kind of leads us on to, I think, our yeah. next point, which is you as the parent or the adult were the one who brought the device into the house. OK, we did in our house have a grandparent leave the device. Oh, sorry, I've got to leave my phone on because I'm waiting on an important call. But that is not it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I could probably put it on buzzing. I don't know what that's we didn't, we didn't hear it, that. so you're fine. Oh, okay. Um, we did have a grandparent sort of leave a device in the house this Christmas, which is grand. But generally, you are the parent who allowed the device to come in, who didn't. Actually, a grandparent left an iPad in our house and I decided we have one. We don't need any more than that. And I took it to the CEX, not the sex shop, the CEX shop. And I got 90 quid for it instead. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I must I must tell them I did that with it. Um, they know, you know because they know. <laughs> so, you know, so we are the ones who bring in the PlayStations, the phones, the TVs, the watches, the iPads, the whatevers. So it is up for us to manage it. Yeah, it and I, up. I've got a little example of that. If if, oh, if super. Well, well, so my son plays on. Um, it's a PC. It's not an Xbox or a PlayStation, right? So up until this point, he could only play very simplistic games like Minecraft or Roblox parents of younger kids are going I don't even know what that is you'll soon learn yeah so that was actually quite easy to manage they, they didn't overstimulate him he seemed fine on that at Christmas time as part of his Christmas present we kind of mm, want to say upgraded the memory card or did something with a graphics card or something so that he could play Fortnite <gasps> this is my son's dream to have a PC and a mouse and a keyboard for what? for gaming well, what's he gaming on now? Oh, I don't know. It's this little white box that's eyeballing Something me now in the room. over there. Okay. An Xbox, a PlayStation. Oh, I call okay. It the, I call it the Playbox because I never remember. So he 
a lot of his friends had been playing it. He hadn't been able to play it because, but I was kind of glad of that, to be honest, because yeah. I knew this was a whole different realm of gaming. This was meeting your friends online, talking online, navigating a lot more. My son would be on the ASD spectrum, so he finds mm. social interaction of any kind quite challenging. So he has started in the world since Christmas, so only a few weeks of playing this game and one of the mornings this week so he has screen time in the morning before school which I know a lot of people but I can't do that but he has time to kill and actually I find it normally <laughs> keeps him in a nice happy place he's happy watching his cartoons or whatever and then it's time for school so it's always worked for us what happened mm. the other morning is that he went on the Fortnite game mm. well dear lord I could hear all kinds of language. I could hear stuff being from your son or from other people. From my son, okay. <laughs> you know, losing it, getting really cross with the game. Yeah, a lot of hitting the table, tears. Now, Aww. old mum would have gone in there and say, "This isn't obviously working. Let's turn it off. You're done. Got we're your not, we're back never, out. yeah, we're never doing this again." And I literally had to sit on my hands because I knew it wasn't the right time to do it. I was going to oh, get it with Steph, this is amazing. both barrels if I was going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I navigated it as best I could to get him in the car to school and knew I wasn't even going to be able to address it that day. And yeah. actually that morning, because he was still really emotional about the game, I ended up distracting him with a funny story. Mm. We didn't address the stuff at all. Yeah. But then the, the, that night, when he was in a good place, that is when I said, how did you feel that went this morning mm. with the game? I didn't yeah. like it. You know, this happened. I was so cross and I'm sorry mm. I used bad language and all, you know, all of that came out. But I said, so I don't think that's a good idea before school in the morning because I think you were really upset. And he agreed. Mm. But it takes so much. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I was I, literally biting my fist going, yeah. I want to get in there. Yeah. It's huge, isn't it? But that's beautiful. And it just shows, doesn't it, that we can slow things down. We can slow things down. That important lesson we think our child needs to learn. Uh, it'll be okay for a little bit. You know, as long as we don't ignore it. Yeah. As long as we don't um, pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, you know, but and, and and you see, this is the decision that we are all making as parents. We are the ones that allowed the fortnight. I know that was like a beautiful example of well, maybe different games at different times can be the right thing. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, if these games are triggering this response in our children, what are we as parents going to do about it? Because yeah. children don't have the capacity to know what to do, and they can mask things. But this stuff is rumbling on underneath and it is going to come out like a volcano somewhere else. The Cam Parenting Community is my online support for parents. It's waitlist free and inside is myself and a child and family therapist. So together we offer you 42 years experience helping children and family to solve your parenting problems. If you want to join us, head to my website, bethanoreardon.com and be the change your children need. You've got a little one that would use TikTok, a little lady that would use TikTok. Yes. I have a little lady that would use TikTok. I find that a little bit more like the Wild West, as in 
I find all sorts of stuff popping up on there and I'm like mm. out of all the things out of all the technology my kids use that one makes me the most uncomfortable yes I don't know how we are for time because it as tradition stands I forgot to look at the time when we oh, yeah I didn't recording. look at the time but maybe <laughs> we could just go I think with... this... go on but I wonder if that is our next podcast oh, okay is to talk about teens TikTok um when it goes wrong snapchat and helping to navigate the online space in that way i wonder if that's a different thing because you started off this podcast uh, episode by asking should we be controlling screen time yeah and again i would encourage parents look at your child see what it's doing to them is this actually fun or are they losing essential skills yeah like one thing one rule that I have in my house is is that we don't start screens until nine o'clock on uh, at the weekends there isn't screens before school in our house it doesn't work um actually do you know what sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't but your Um, gang are out a lot earlier than mine my our school starts a lot later than yours from does it I remember children's chat when we saw each other over Christmas but anyway I think that's probably Um, half the reason (laughs) ah okay and that's just the way it is so we don't have screens till nine so and that rule came around because kids were getting up at seven o'clock and I was like but you sleep past seven o'clock what is going on Uh, here okay you know they were kind of almost waking up we could put in place they were waking up to go gaming yeah I get you yeah so then we just learn and we we changed it we adapted it but also I'd really ask about the controlling. What is it that you really want to control in your child? Is there something else? And the screen is a massive distraction for it, you know, or is that a controlling tendency in you as the parent? And do you think it's, you know, like you mentioned earlier, you know, when you have smaller kids and Mm. generally (laughs) on a good day, you know, the kids are basically doing what they're told or you're trying to get them to do what they're told. Do you mean then when they get a bit older, the screen time becomes almost the only thing that we can control? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I think as well as children, you know, I remember when I first became a mum of two, my oldest was too young to sit and watch telly. Could you imagine Mm. that? He just wasn't interested. And there's almost this kind of sadness when they then get hypnotized by it you know because before oh. he just wanted to play and was happy standing at the sink for hours pouring water between things and mm-hmm. and I do think sometimes that kids are more easy to be liked when they're younger because they're cuter and funnier and they're in a cot so they can't get out and <laughs> I know I, I know it's really they hard cuddle. as well they cuddle they're in they like you they don't tell you mm. where to go and all the rest of it and I think a lot of it also is when kids get older, their personalities come out more, which means that they develop voices that parents don't like. I mean, we all have, um, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. I was going to say, well, I'll just say it. We all have like an asshole voice inside of us. You know, we all have like a critical voice, an overwhelmed voice, one that gets really cross, one that gets really angry. And as kids get older, that becomes less manageable but actually more essential for parents to manage so I wonder if parents like well you can't you can only have half an hour of screen time because you did this thing earlier on in the day yeah it definitely becomes like this bargaining tool Mm. or this yeah and that's quite dangerous territory yeah and, and and I mean really like it can't be so 
but also there's the skills that we all have for life you know like can your kids clean can they hoover their rooms can they put on a wash can they cook and I mean maybe we do another podcast or another time on what to do instead of games because when I asked on my Instagram I think it was parents of younger children said well we would go in for a nature walk we would do a jigsaw we would do something else and I'm imagining the reams of parents have had in the therapy room saying oh yeah try doing that with a teen Mm. but also it is about yeah try doing that with a teen you know so and I find a lot of the time the things that you think they wouldn't go for if you say right we're going to the beach today yeah perfect yeah no issues getting off the screens at all you know yeah and you see we're and, and this is the thing children have to find the real world more interesting than the online world or just as interesting and that means that this hyper stimulation that the online world provides we actually need to help them plug into the other world this real world we live in and feel that natural sense of stimulation the joy of the sand of the water of the air of friends of play um but I feel maybe we should leave it there for yeah. today. And next time we'll go into the teenage, you know, when they really do have a device of their own, when how mm. to navigate that world and the murky world of lovely Snapchat. Oh, yes. With its absolutely. disappearing messages and TikTok and things like that. Um, yes. That, you know, that can, that can be, I just think, really difficult to manage and really difficult to navigate because they're not necessarily... I remember... Um, I think his name is Coleman Nocter. I remember listening to him on a radio show saying, you know, reluctantly, his uh, 12-year-old daughter had just got a phone and because that was how her friendship group was communicating. And, you know, he didn't want to, to have her excluded from the communication of her class. But that means automatically you're into a world that you don't necessarily understand or Mm. want to be part of yourself you and I don't snapchat each other you and I don't take 50 million pictures of our room and send it to each other I mean we could start Steph if that's where this is going no I really don't have the time (laughs) okay yeah and, and we will get to this but again this is the parents choice isn't it so Let's leave it there for today and remember that your online Kinderama fun is available and come and join us in the CAM parenting community to make all this work for your family. And if you so, could do us a mass- massive favour, if you like yeah. any of these episodes, you can share them on your social media. You can even share them via WhatsApp. It all helps us make more amazing content for you guys. Kinderama is a multi-activity programme for younger kids. We love to try a bit of everything. Dance, drama, music, yoga, gymnastics, sports and mindfulness all delivered in imaginative classes with original songs, stories, costumes, props and puppets. Kinderama is available in school, in creche or online. Check out kinderama.com for more info.